Hi everyone, welcome to Golden Midnight Podcast. Um, today is going to be more trigger warnings about um, sexual assault and domestic violence. So, like in the last episode, um, I talked about um, these episodes being really hard for me. Um, so today is going to just be more memories I have um, that have I haven't told anybody about and um, like I said before I it's taken me a long time to be able to share this um, these memories with anybody um, I I was always really scared of like hurting family members um, And, but through, uh, you know, a lot of like therapy and writing and stuff like that, it's, it's come, you know, it, I'm starting to tell my truth. Um, and it's, I'm not doing it to hurt anybody. I'm doing it because I was hurt and I was hurt for a long time and I never felt like I could tell my truth. Um, and, you know, even when, we went to court um, for de, um, getting charged with sexual assault. I, you know, the judge asked me if I wanted to say anything, and I was too scared to stand up and in court and like face him. You know, I, I, um, it was terrifying. I, I didn't say anything, and um, so this these podcasts are for um the younger me who was sitting in that court and didn't feel like she could stand up and say anything so um and I've also learned that um while I am not doing this to hurt anybody it's also um other people's feelings aren't my responsibility so I am not doing this to hurt anybody, but I'm also taking my feelings into consideration, and, um, you know, everybody's going to have to deal with their, their emotions, um, themselves. I, it's not on me to take on their emotions as well as my own, so, um, that took me a long time to kind of figure out, but, um, and it's not always easy, I'm not saying that. But, um, that's a big reason why I started this was because I, I'm giving a voice to my, my younger self that didn't feel, um, like she had a voice. So, um, I apologize if I start crying. I'm going to try really hard to get through these without crying. So, um, I... And I also wanted to say that I'm not going to let him scare me anymore into silence. Um, he tried silencing me for a long time, and it worked. Um, but it's I'm I'm done letting him have that control over me. So these are um, I'm just kind I kind of broke these down into like I when I was writing these episodes. Um, 
I have like some memories are really vivid and um, some memories I it, they're kind of foggy um, I don't I think that's a trauma thing you know like where um, you know like timelines and and stuff like that get really um, are kind of hard for me to follow so for me like writing stuff down is easier for me to um, keep track of so these are just gonna be like memories that um, I have that I started writing about um, they're not in any like sort of order it kind of just when it I kind of just took them and then when they came to me like that's I just wrote them down and then I like couldn't stop writing them so um, one I remember one time when Dee took me clothes shopping and he wanted me to buy a thong and he talked to me about it um, the entire time we were driving to town to get to go get clothes and um, when we were at the store he was talking about it and I finally just agreed to get one and um, he started freaking out in the store and he kept saying that he would never be able to see another woman in a thong and not think about me wearing one and I think I was about a seventh grader in in this in this memory um, another time I was getting ready for an elementary school concert so this would have been fifth or sixth grade and I remember I was wearing a long black skirt and a white sweater and I remember like being in the kitchen and my mom was taking pictures and Dee was like standing next to her but also like behind her and he kept mouthing how hot I looked the entire time um he and I always remember like he'd always find like ways to touch me um he'd either like he would always like touch try and touch my hips like grab my hips or um, he would like rub my leg um, he also would like ugh, try and hug me all the time or touch my breasts um, and you know like if no one was around he'd just, like try and grab my butt um, or if he was sitting, he would always try and pull me onto his lap. And then when I would try and get away, you know, he'd hold my hips or my, like, my thighs to hold me there. And he would always, like, squeeze my hand or my leg. And he told me that that was his secret way of telling me that um, he loved me. But he couldn't, you know, if people were around, he didn't want to say it. Um, there was another time he bought me this set. It was a, like a boy, boy short underwear, like pajama set, um, that had a matching tank top. And they were, like, white, but like a sheer white. And then they had polka dots on them, and it was really, like, thin material. And he wanted me to wear around the house. 
and I told him that I didn't want to because I felt really uncomfortable because it was literally underwear in a tank top. And, um, and this, this would have been like fifth or sixth grade too. And, um, I would always, I was, I just told him I didn't want to wear it around the house. And he yelled and said, you know, why did he even buy it for me if I wasn't going to wear it for him? Um, there were other times like fifth and sixth grade that, um, he'd always want to watch Friday the 13th movies. Um, for anybody that doesn't know, it's basically sex scenes. It's basically people getting murdered during sex scenes. And, um, he would like go into deep talks about like sex position sex positions that the characters were in or like what it would be like in real life and one time he was drinking a glass of milk and he there was a little bit left at the end of the glass and he like swirled it around and he was like this is what semen looks like and then he told me like he explained to me what it meant to spit or swallow and um I was 12 at the time and um there we also had um our house uh, burned down when I was in 7th grade which um my house fire um is gonna be a different episode um but we ended up having to move to a different house because our house burned down but um we moved to this house in the country and there was um the bathroom that was closest to my bedroom had a bathtub and but the bathroom door um didn't have a lock and I used to try and take baths when he wasn't around because if he could, he would come into the bathroom with me and like just sit there and watch me take a bath. Or he would try and um, like wash me while I was in the bath. And, um, and there were lots of times I would just like pull my knees to my chest, you know, to try and get him to go away, and, um, yeah, like I said, if he could stay in there, he, he did, um, a lot of the times when he would come in, though, um, I don't know, like, my mom must have been in the house or something, or my brothers, I don't really know, but, um, he would just come in for, like, a few minutes, and then he would leave, and then he would come in again, um, so it was never, like, you know, taking a nice relaxing bath. It was like, um, like hurrying, um, to take a bath and get out as quick as possible. And I remember one time I thought he was gone. So I started a bath. So I, so I thought I could take, you know, a, a relaxing bath cause I thought he was gone and I was <clears throat> shaving my legs and I heard him come into the house and I was trying to rush to get done and, and get out before he came into the bathroom. And since I was rushing, 
I ended up cutting the back of my heel like I like gouged a piece of my skin I mean there was a chunk of skin like floating in the bath with me and I had blood coming it was like bleeding crazy bad and he came into the bathroom which I knew he was going to that's why I was rushing and um he was the one that ended up like bandaging my leg and um I always think that that memory is really disturbing because it's like he was abusing me he was he was my abuser and but he was still like a parent figure that I had to rely on to do parent things um sometimes and it's I don't know I I think it's it's pretty a crazy thing to have to do is like I always hated having to ask him to do something because um he would always like either make me feel guilty like I you know I had to like touch him or something to get him to do something for like to sign a um like a parental slip for school or something or to be able to go on a on a field trip or to go spend the night at a friend's house or something um instead of just like asking like you know a normal kid just ask their parents if they can do something like that um I not only had to walk around like his moods um so it was like you were kind of like always walking on eggshells around him because if he was pissed off like there's no way you're gonna ask for anything because he's either punching a hole in the wall or um, yelling at you or hitting you or throwing you up against a wall by your throat or if he was in a good mood and I got and I had to ask for something it wasn't just like a yes it was um if it was a yes outright it was a yes but it was comes with well I get to touch you um because I said yes to your request or if it was a no I had to like do he wanted me to do stuff to persuade him to say yes and um I don't know thinking like thinking back on these was really hard um because that little girl really didn't have a chance to have um she really didn't have a chance she really was um put into some really horrible situations and uh no little girl should ever have to be put in that sort of situation um but especially by a dad So, that is um, my recordings for today. I um, definitely need a break between these. So, I did pull a card, an affirmation card for this one. Um, My affirmation today is, I bring light to the places I feel shame, and shame will hold no power over me. Um, Which I think is a good one, because I felt a lot of shame for this stuff, and... It wasn't on me to feel shame. I, I was, you know, I was the victim. And um, 
I, I shouldn't have to feel shame. Um, and that's why I'm doing this. So thank you for listening. Um, I hope you have a great day. Love you. Bye.